I mean, I would like to say I don't believe it. I used to not. Um, but based on my experiences, I would have to say that I believe it now. I don't understand how you can't believe that there's something after you pass. I just believe that there's definitely spirits and ghosts, whatever you want to call them. Some move on, some don't. They're there. I'm Nathan Withers, a self-taught documentary filmmaker, hailing from the Texas Panhandle, passionate about documenting the unexplained. So what you are witnessing right now is real. There's no one in this building but us. Holy. The things I've experienced, caught on film, and felt come from a very real place. I want to know where energy goes after you, after you die. What happens after you pass? There is something flickering coming right towards you right now from the doorway. And I know I'm not the only one who has been a witness to the paranormal and unexplained phenomenon. You know, people talk about possessions. You do not have permission to hurt Fauna. But I can tell you with no doubt that I feel that's what happened to me. There was one experience that I had that kind of defined paranormal for me. It stuck with me, it stuck with me my entire life. It's haunted, man. It's, it's all haunted. And it 1,000% changed my life. Disembodied voices telling you things like, F off, die, I'm gonna kill you, I'm Satan himself. I can distinctly hear the high heels walking down the hallway. And my encounter is actually the one that launched my paranormal journey. His death to this very day remains a mystery. And he told me that he loved me, I'm sorry. If there is any evil spirits you are to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. This feeling was so intense and so overwhelming. It's time I created an outlet that welcomes stories, experiences, and unexplained feelings. The next chapter of my story starts with yours. So I'm in Temple, Texas right now, just off the Belton Lake. And there's two reasons why I'm in this little wooded forest type of area, which is just off the lake. The first reason is because there's been a couple of the locals that live in this little area here that have reported seeing ghostly apparitions dark cryptid shadow figures, you know, unexplained things coming and going out of these woods. It looked like somebody was sitting at the base of these trees over here with their knees pulled up to their chest and their arms just over their knees. The way that it, it moved wasn't natural. So I at first thought it was their son that lived here. It was about the right size. But whatever it was went from sitting to standing into the jet ski several feet away just in an instant. And then it was there for just a few seconds and then just vanished completely off camera. But the main reason why I am here right now is because I'm fixing to be meeting with my brother-in-law, Patrick Hernandez, who for the first time has actually agreed to ex express 
until his experiences of the unknown on camera. He is willing and has agreed to allow all of this to be fully shown on camera and to share his experiences that he has faced in his life. And I'm really interested in knowing what he has gone through because this is not something that he likes to talk about much. It's a very touchy subject and he doesn't really enjoy to speak about these events. So with that being said, I'm very honored that he is allowing all of this to be documented. My name is Patrick Fernandez and this is my paranormal experience. So, uh, I mean, I guess the earliest thing I can remember goes back to when I was, I'd say four or five years old. Uh, first house me and my family lived in in Central Texas. I had an imaginary friend, like a lot of kids my age do, and, you know, didn't think anything of it. My parents thought it was fine. Uh, and it wasn't until a little bit of time went by and they started to get a little bit more context that they started to become worried. Um, I guess we had been in Walmart, Kmart, back when that was a thing, whatever it was, and we had passed by, you know, some Halloween section, and I had seen a mask from The Scream, that character from The Scream, that white, elongated face, and a little kid pointed right at it and said, that's him, that's my imaginary friend. I'd never seen the movie, you know, I was a child. I wasn't watching no scary movies. Um, and that definitely raised some eyebrows because it's a very strange face to put on an imaginary friend. I guess the real concern started when uh, my mom actually told me about a year ago. Just found out she was going into my bedroom to put away my laundry. I'm dead asleep, you know, it's the middle of the night. Walks up next to my bed, opens up the closet door, and um, as soon as she opens up the door, she feels this ice cold, you know, gust of air just goes straight between her legs out like it was coming out from under my bed. I was able to actually talk to his mother, Michelle, who not only was able to confirm the entire event, but she witnessed the whole thing herself. By request, Michelle's image will not be shown on camera as she speaks about the experience. When I turned back around to face the closet, I physically felt something come up from under his bed, come up and went through my body. And the closet door was yanked out of her hand and slammed shut right in front of her face. Went into the closet and jerked the closet door out of my hand and slammed the closet door shut. My first encounter, uh, same house, um, in Salado. I had my television set in the corner of the bedroom, so there was a little dead space behind it. And um, trying to go to sleep one night, you know, not allowed to have my TV on. And um, it was the first time I'd ever gotten this feeling, this, this pressure almost in your chest. You feel it all around you. And uh, I, it's like you just know something is there. And it, it was not something good. Um, and I could 100% feel it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what I was dealing with because I was a child. I just knew that I was afraid. Um, you know, about the time I was getting ready to get up out of my bed and go to my parents' room and, and tell them, I see this black figure, you know, cloaked, whatever you want to call it, figure, pull out from between, you know, behind my television and look right at me. 
Like it was very clearly a hooded figure, looked straight at me and went back behind my TV and my little ass was out of there. I got up, went to my parents' room so quick. Um, you know, we, we had our pastor come over to the house, you know, pray over the whole house, you know. They were praying for me, I was praying, you know, I was growing in my faith as that time went on because, I mean, I had no relationship with God as a young child early on and I had no confidence in myself as a person as it is. I was very, I was a wimp, that's what I was. I was, I was a little, I was a baby. Um, but, you know, as the years went on, starting to get confidence in myself, confidence in my faith. Um, the next run-in I had actually got physical. Uh, it was the first time I'd ever actually had something like that happen, and the only time. And it was about two years down the line. You know, I was, I was, I was older. Um, we had already moved into our new house. I was actually about 12 years old at the time. Going to sleep in my room. Um, I was in like a converted dining room, French doors, we had one of them bolted shut, and I'm in my room, trying to go to bed, no TV, and I feel that same feeling, that same pressure, that same presence that I had felt before, and I, you know, tried for a few minutes to, you know, either ignore it, you know, say a prayer, but I was, I was afraid, you know, and, you know, I decided, you know, I'm not, I don't have to deal with this, my family's right in the living room, the dining room was right there in the living room, I get up out of my bed, I step over to the door, and as soon as I get over to the door, something behind me in my room, it was dark, I mean, I didn't turn around and look, fell to the ground, crashed on the ground, and I went flying through the door. My hands never hit the door, it was face first. Flying through the door, it busted the lock on the, on the French door, came busting through, screaming bloody murder. I didn't know what happened. I don't remember anything after that point because I was white as a ghost, but I was 100% pushed through that door. I have no doubts about that. The Belton Lake investigation, I can honestly say is one of the most shocking investigations I have done in a long time. First and foremost, I've never investigated a forest, ever. Because back where I live, here in Pampa, Texas, we don't have those types of wooded areas. Um, so being able to explore creepy forests and woods and stuff like that, I enjoy it. After I interviewed Brittany about her experience that she saw outside. The way that it, it moved wasn't natural. Whatever it was went from sitting to standing and to the jet ski several feet away just in an instant. I decided I wanna try and investigate and have a, an experience of my own and see if I can capture any of my own proof of the hauntings that are supposed to be here. So I get my night vision camera and my spirit box and I walk outside and it's really humid here in Temple, very humid out here. So I'm constantly having to wipe down my lens and it's making it very difficult to do any type of investigation. It is so humid out here right now. Things are literally wet. Like everything is wet, literally. And of course, once I get my lens wiped down enough where I can actually see what I'm looking at, my spirit box like keeps on dying.
I keep trying to turn it back on and it keeps on like malfunctioning and turning off. So I just put it away and I did what any investigator would do as an immediate response. Pull out the EVP recorder and just start recording. Got to try to do an EVP session with my phone. See if I get anything off of that. And this recording is not long, it might be a minute. And, you know, I start talking and though really only one question that I asked. I've been told by a few of the locals here that this little forest area is haunted. Is that true? And the results of that EVP session shocked me. As I play back the audio, I noticed something that wasn't there during the recording. So I go to review the audio. Well, getting closer to the end, when I ask that question, I hear a little, little voice. And of course, I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? So I go to review the audio, and as I'm reviewing it, I realized I've caught a voice. After realizing what I just captured, I decide to document the response. I was literally only steps back here, and I caught an EVP that says, yeah or yes. I've been told by a lot of the I've been told by a few of the locals here that this little forest area is haunted. Is that true? Is that true? Is that true? That is crazy. I was not expecting that voice at all. So what I do is I decide to go back to the house and as i'm walking up the house patrick Brittany, and cody are walking outside and i am so excited to share this evp with them and when i did everyone like was mind blown by it dude i haven't even gotten in the forest yet bro so i'm in investigation mode i'm ready to go investigate and try to gather more proof of this so patrick is filming um, Cody and Brittany are walk with me and you know we're walking into the woods and we're just kind of talking commenting on things just kind of getting the feel of the forest well I feel something like brush against my leg I'm gonna let y'all know and just be completely do something just touch my leg like I swear to god that damn cat okay I have to keep in mind there are cats around so my first instinct was, okay, that was a cat. A cat was rubbing up against my leg. That's what I felt. Because when I looked you know, behind Patrick, there was a cat behind him. So I figured the cat came behind me, it touched me, and it went back around. Whenever I was talking about this, they tell me there are no cats around you right now. That's the second, that's the second time I've had that happen to me.
Really? Something just touched my leg. Dude, something walked up and does this. my leg. That's insane. So we decide to move into the woods and we get to a specific area and I start to roll on the spirit box. I decide to like cup the spirit box and I ask, is there a portal inside this forest? Well, when I lift up my hand, we get a crystal clear yes that comes through. Is there a portal in this forest? Yes, oh my God. Dude, I have chills. This response is shocking as well as terrifying. Here is the response enhanced. It blew us all away. It was very shocking. We didn't expect it. I roll on my EVP recorder. I don't get anything off of that and decide I want to turn the spirit box back on and just see if I get anything with that. I'm going to turn the spirit box back on to see if we get Of course, I turn it on and my first question is, do we need to move further into the woods? Do we need to go further in the, in the woods? Well, we get yet again a crystal clear yes to that question do we need to go further in the, in the woods yes oh. yes oh. yes oh. so we move a little further down we don't go much further but we go a little bit further down and cody asks do you want us to leave do you want us to leave Yes. Yep. We get a yes. Well, for whatever the reason is, Patrick, knowing that he has a big religious background, he's, he's Christian, he doesn't do the paranormal stuff, and he's told me numerous times that if he ever went on an investigation with me, nothing would happen, which I believed it. But something told him or compelled him to say ask why patrick wants me to ask why damn dude moving up all right yeah man and we're like patrick wants us to ask this spirit why it wants us to leave so we did. Brittany asks, why do you want us to leave? Why do you want us to leave? And the next response we get is absolutely incredible. Why do you want us to leave? It just said Patrick. I heard Patrick, dude. It said Patrick's name. 
clear as day. It's very fast, but it's there. It just said Patrick. It just said Patrick. That is very compelling to me that knowing his background that we would get a response like that. This wasn't something that we planned to do. We all just said We just pulled up and we all heard the same come out that box. With Patrick being a man of faith, is that the reason the spiritual energy that resides in this forest wants us to leave? Because they know that Patrick is a threat. This isn't something that's like a what if. This isn't some, you know, unsolved mystery type thing. Like, this is real, this does happen. I think it's great that people are coming through, sharing their stories, you know, their experiences, because it would help shed a little light on it, you know, help people understand a little bit more these experiences and what people go through. I have no doubt that something unexplained lurks within these woods. The evidence speaks for itself. Is there a portal in this forest? <gasps> Do we need to go further in the, in the woods? Yes. Oh. Why do you want us to leave? It just said Patrick. Patrick. I heard Patrick, Patrick. dude. But the question remains, who or what is roaming these trees? That question remains unanswered.